0: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. ChumbaCasino.com. Jumba. No by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. website for details.
1: How you doing, guys? Welcome to another coronavirus special episode of Comedians Talking About Football. I'm Sam Michael. Hope you're doing well. In case you weren't aware, we're doing the selection of specials about football or lack of during the lockdown. Uh, although, as I'm recording this right now, it's just been announced that the Premier League is coming back on the 17th of June couldn't come at worse time for me as that is actually my wife's birthday so i'm not going to see a second of that man city arsenal game not at all. It's going to be interesting to see, of course, because it's going to be behind closed doors. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching the Bundesliga. Uh, it's been quite interesting. I don't know if you saw that one of the teams, they've actually put cardboard cutouts of all their all their fans in there. It looks really creepy. It just looks like there's a load of people there not moving. It reminds me of when you used to play uh, like FIFA 97 or something, and even when you scored, the crowd wouldn't move. Very, very strange. Anyway, as I said, this podcast is all about comedians telling us about how they're filling the void of no football during lockdown. But we do have a special guest today. We have West Bromwich Albion Striker Charlie Austin, who'll be giving us a professional point of view on things. You know, it'd be interesting to hear how a professional footballer keeps himself busy in lockdown. And also, uh, although we didn't know at the time about the Premier League coming back, he gave us his professional opinion on what he thinks is going to happen next with the league.
0: Football at the end of the day. Football. It's a
1: funny old game. To give to Comedians talking about football. Comedians talking about football. Comedians talking about football. Charlie, how are you? It's fine, thanks, Sam, yourself. Yeah, all good this end, all good. Uh, how are you coping without football at the moment? How are you filling the void?
2: First couple of weeks is okay. Quite nice to just spend some time with the family. I think people don't realise how much you're in and out of your home, you know I mean? in and out of the kids' lives and stuff because you're, because you're training so much in games, you are away from everybody. So the first three, three weeks, six weeks, okay, then you're itching to get back. Do you know what I mean? But everybody has their own individual programme sent from the club and, and to keep yourself going because we're fortunate at the moment that the, the season still looks like it's going to be played. So we've got to be in tip-top shape to go back. I think only that over the last week or so we've been able to to train on our own individually uh, back at the training ground.
1: So you're quite confident you think the season's going to be finished?
2: I think it all comes down to finances, if I'm honest, Sam. That's mm. the long and short bit. I get the, I, the health, of course it is. Do you know what I mean? It is definitely there. But the only way it's going to possible for it to finish is by Premier League financing what is below. And if, if they're not willing to do that, then maybe the Championship will have to, will have to finish.
1: Are you keeping up with uh, your players at, at West Brom at the moment? How are you all doing with the, with the lockdown?
2: right, uh, a quite a close group, you know. So, we're we all speaking with the Zoom classes, like on, like on here, on the bike sessions and stuff. It's, um, no, you have to adapt, don't you? Mm. But we're, the problem is, like, nobody realised, Sam, we've got to be ready to hit the ground running when we get back.
1: Do you yeah, think that that's going to be a problem? Like Maybe like f- further down the leagues, maybe there might be a kind of return and you notice a few beer bellies well, out there. I don't,
2: it's not even that. I think that if we went back 10 years, maybe so, but now everybody's ultra-professional, really. As mm. much as everyone I will have a bevy and that. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's still ultra-professional and everybody does it. Because if you're not doing it, the person that's trying to get your position, you know he's doing it. Whereas ten years ago, it probably wouldn't happen.
1: At the moment, it's so up in the air. At least at the time we're recording this, so it must be quite frustrating for you and all the players not really knowing what's going to happen.
2: Yeah, not knowing what's going to happen, but we're all eager to go back. Mm. When it, obviously, when it's safe, but we are eager to go back. It's going back. Like I said it yesterday. Where are we at now? We're Thursday. I said it yesterday after Premier League testing. Um that only six people tested positive and there's less than 1% and surely that's a positive. In response, I got back But zeros, sh- we shouldn't have, stent, like it should be zero. Mm. I get that, but if you're testing that many people, of course you're going to get that. They didn't know they had symptoms. Mariappa said he hadn't left his home. So, really? Yeah, and if he didn't get tested, say yes, two days ago, he would have never known he had it. Probably stayed in isolation, lockdown purposes, like in his home and stuff. And then the seven days as said by the guidelines, that you almost passes through you.
1: I think I saw your tweet. It it, it comes out where if you take the amount of players throughout the whole of the Premier League and the players who have been tested positive, it's something like a 0.0-something percent.
2: Yeah, and the staff as well, something you've got to remember. Mm. Because the way it works is, every Premier League squad has a 25-man squad. 25 players. Coaching staff is normally five, six. Medical staff is another eight nine, and then the mass says, you're talking about 45, nearly a 50-man collective group.
1: So you're quite confident you think the season's going to be
2: finished? I think it all comes down to finances, if I'm honest, Sam. That's the mm. long and short bit. I get that the health, of course, it is. Do you know what I mean? It's definitely there. But the only way it's going to possible for it to finish is by Premier League financing what is below. And if, if they're not willing to do that, then maybe the Championship will have to will have to finish.
1: In Scotland, they've um, they, they just ended the league standings mm-hmm. where they are. Um, they've yeah. done something similar in League 2, taking a sort of game-by-game, game, points per game yeah. it, if, if it finishes at the Premier League, if they just cut that where it is, Liverpool are given the Championship and so forth. Do you think that should happen in the Championship? Should it just end? And should West Brom just be awarded to go straight up to the
2: Premier League? I don't know, Sam. I think the finances are what it is. Do you know what I mean? There is a lot of money in there whether you get relegated and promotion.
1: With the gap, though,
2: between the last game
1: and, and say, it comes back in a week or two weeks' time, um, is it going
2: to feel like a completely new season? You could say it is, and it will do. But if you get beat the first two games and you see yourself slipping down the league, you ain't worried about a new season. You pull your sle- pull your sleeves up, pull your socks up and start winning games. Mm. That's the only difference, I think, when people start looking at the league. All right, the Premier League are 20 points clear, aren't they, Liverpool? Whatever they are, do you know what I mean? But in our one, if we lose the first two or Leeds drop, lose the first two, we're all over them. Fulham are all over them. Then, do you know what I mean? That's, there's a, a knock-on effect. But the lads know how serious it is. It's more the people that's looking from the outside in, you know. For the question you just answered, it's more the lads involved know how serious it is, Mm. and I think some people are just trying to find an excuse, But to try and find a way, and oh, it's not the same as what it is with all fifty thousand fans in there. No, it's not. But at the end of the game, if we get beat, if we win this game, we get three points. Whether you Mm. have fifty thousand fans in there or not, I know it's going to be a completely different feel and stuff. But that's just the way it is. And have know. you
1: seen what they've done in Germany, obviously, with the Bundesliga? You've been keeping up with that, and do you think that's run yeah. successfully at the moment?
2: Of course, yeah. But it's it was run successfully. It seems like there's no problem. seems like we're going to have a, the second week of games that are going to happen this weekend come in. Of course, we watch watched it, seen the highlights, etc. Et et the stadiums are empty, but we've all played under-23s games, reserve games non-league games, kids growing up, not having fans there. We understand the importance of the fans, of course. Mm. But sometimes, as much as they can bring the extra 5-10% that you need, they can also bring 5-10% negativity. (laughs) I play in teams where we've not been performing the fans got on each other's back. Well, that's not what you need. So (laughs) it's like, there's two ways of it. The club, as the fans see it, they they fund the club and a big payer towards the club. Yeah, totally get that. And then the other side of it, like you need to, you need to think about that as well.
1: Because there's been a lot of talk about the fans being there, but then you were saying the opposite, and actually fans yeah. can get,
2: no, like they can, they can get, they can get on your back as much as they're, a, they can be a great positive. They can also cause a bit of a hindrance. I mean that respectively. Like without football, without fans, obviously football's guess not what it is. But when you're on the receiving end of criticism from the home fans, it's not probably what you need.
1: So sometimes you do, just like I wish they'd disappear.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, if you're not going to bring any positive attitude to, to getting this team and helping us get three points, then what might you come for? <laughs> you're not going to come and, come and get slagged off in 90 minutes, are you? No
1: <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, um, so uh, my, so my, uh, my podcast is called Comedians Talking About Football, right? So we've mm. various, respect various, to various people. Who's the best joker you've played with? Ooh.
2: Oh, best joker I've played with. I don't know, really. I don't know. I've been in quite sensible dressing rooms, see? Have you? I, yeah, I have. Like QPR, we had set older characters, sensible characters. As much as so it Cannons. I bet it was, it was down, black is black, white is white. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Pretty much in all the, all the changing rooms I've been in, it ain't really, we haven't really had some crazy... Michael Oberfemi would probably be one of the younger ones coming through at Southampton. He was quite funny. That was he? he was, yeah, he was quite... He's only a young lad. 18, 19? No clue about what he's got <laughs> going on in front of him. Like, but he, he was quite funny. I enjoyed spending time with him, yeah.
1: And I've got to ask, um, you, you became you know, an internet sensation a couple of seasons ago when you talked about you know, the assistance that referees mm. need in the Premier League. Mm. Um, how do you, Now VAR's come in, how, do you think it's been a success or, or what do you make of it?
2: I don't know. When I went on the ring, you've got to understand, when you're in the Premier League, you come off the pitch, you don't go to a change room, have five, ten minutes, and then go back and do an interview. When you come off the, off the pitch, straight into the media bit, so your emotions are running high. Uh, do I think it's been a success? In some ways, yes. In some ways, it has been absolute, it has been a joke. Do you know what I mean? In some ways, it's, it's been really poor. People in the, I know more watching at home than what the, the fans do in the stadium. Because I can see it, obviously, quicker replays. So you need to let the fans know what's going on, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. There's always going to be room for improvements. Of course, there is. The best, the most, the, the best thing and the most irritable thing is the offside rule. Because so obviously, you meet offside anywhere now. Mm. But offside's offside. So, it, was he offside? Yes. Was he onside? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I get it while they're getting so small. But the same is the best technology they've used ever, I think, at the moment, was the goal line technology. Mm. It's the same as the offside. Was the ball over the line? Yes. That's the goal. Was he was he offside? Yes, well he's offside. Do you know what I mean? That's how it has been. All the other stuff that comes with it, I'm not too sure.
1: Because it, it did seem to me that there was like they were crying out for it for years. Which is, I suppose, what you're saying. You know, mm. it shows how fickle fans can be. That, that people were crying out for it for so so long, and then the second it came,
0: and everyone hated yeah, it. Yeah, I
2: just don't know what we thought it was going to be. I think it was going to have, think it's going to come and help the game, but obviously it did. It come and cause a bit of a stir and a bit more. It was more ag than what it was worth. Uh, but they do need to they do need the help, the, phys, uh, the official, the officials, because they do make mistakes, but they're only because they're human. Mm. Are we trying to are we trying to perfect the game? That's what you need. That's the next question. Now we've had now we've had what it was before and now we've had var. What are we trying to do? We're trying to perfect the game, there, Because you're not it ain't possible to do that. It, it it's
1: not. Well, look, Charlie, I really, really appreciate you giving me a few of your words today for this podcast. No problem. Um, take take care of yourself. And yeah, um, I do,
2: Sam. No worries. We'll come across each other soon, all right, mate? Yeah. Take care. Take care. Cheers, Sam. Bye. Sports
0: Social Podcast Network.
1: Step into the world of power loyalty